What? I never watched Peppa Pig. You don't know what? You don't know who Peppa Pig is? No. So Celeste didn't have a good childhood, James. I did. Well, I don't. I never watched Peppa Pig. I was a Blue's Clues kid myself. It's, you were obsessed with Blue's Clues. Yes, I was. I had the chair and everything, and I sang all the songs. Ooh. I was my my stuff. Back you know who I was a big fan of? Let me guess. Bob the Builder. And that's probably... No, we're around the same time, so... Nope, wrong. Thing again. No, I'm trying to... Dora. No, that was... No. Bar- Barney, the dinosaur. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, you, have you gone back and looked at how many stars have come from that show? Yeah, Selena, Selena Gomez. Gomez. Demi Lovato mm-hmm. was on that show, too. Many. That's weird. Many. Barney out here, dude. He was like a scout. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hi again. And welcome to the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast. We are now week two with my new co-host, Mallory Bambaka. Do you want to go by that or Mallory Hunter? Just call me Mallory. Mallory. (laughs) That's a wild one, huh? I'm James Timberlake. I'm glad to be back. You are back and you're more prepared than you were before, so. Absolutely. But first. You have some breaking news. I have breaking news. We're breaking news on the podcast. Ooh. This is, I mean, it's not really that breaking. It happened about five hours ago. Okay. But breaking, breaking news. On the podcast. On the podcast. What's the news, James? I'm having a chat. No, just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, breaking news for sports fans. Russell Wilson. You're not going to know who this is. Russell Wilson was traded to the Denver Broncos. So all my Broncos fans out there, you guys can all rejoice with happiness. You didn't get Aaron Rodgers, which that was sad. But Russell Wilson traded to the Broncos. The Broncos received Russell Wilson and a fourth round pick in exchange for Drew Locke, defensive end Shelby Harris, tight end Noah Fant, two first round picks, two second round picks, and a fifth round pick. Now, that sounds like a lot for Russell Wilson. And I get it. That's a, that, that is a lot of picks. But first things first, Seattle's terrible at making selections. So it won't matter that much. And you're getting... Arguably a top 10 quarterback in the league when you look back at Russell Wilson. He had a bad year last year. He was hurt a lot of the season. He hurt one of his, um, I can't remember if it was his throwing finger or his pinky finger, something like that. Um, he hurt that last season, so he didn't play as well as we'd seen him before. And that was probably the worst team he's had since he was with Seattle. Um, you know, up and down from the top to the bottom of the roster. But the year before, just looking at the 2020 year, they went 12-4, and four, the Seahawks did, 12-4 and four under Russell Wilson. He had 4,212 yards, 40 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions, a completion percentage of 68%. Um, the year before that, 44,110 yards, 31 touchdowns to five interceptions, another 66% completion percentage. The guy is a stud. You guys are immediately contenders now with Russell Wilson as a quarterback. Boom. He's a stud. It might seem like you gave up a lot, but you gave up a lot for the most important position in the game and uh, one of the best players in the game at that position. So, the AFC West is completely loaded at the quarterback position now. It is ridiculous. You have Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, um, Russell Wilson, and Derek Carr, all in just the AFC West. And it's honestly not that far of a stretch to say the Broncos are going into, using last year's metrics, going into the season as the third best, having the third best quarterback at that position. That is not a far stretch of the imagination to say that. But... If we uh, round it all up, you know, as a as a whole, his career as a whole, put it against everybody else, he's probably the second best in that division. Herbert's coming up. He's going to be, you know, he's obviously solid. He's going to be good next year. He's been good since he's come in. He's only been in around two years now. But Wilson, 10-time Pro Bowler, 9-time Pro Bowler, excuse me, Super Bowl champion. He won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award uh, in 2020. Guys, a stud. Congrats to, congrats to Broncos fans. Well done. You got him. This is your 11th quarterback now. Since Peyton Manning left, but this guy is going to keep you there. So, congrats. 
They're contenders now, Mallory. Heck yeah. The Denver Broncos are now contenders a they, year after having Teddy Bridgewater. The Denver Broncos are a big thing around here. I know. You know what I, you know what I call them? Hmm. They're the Midwest's favorite team. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. Like Idaho. I can kind of group it all together. Idaho, South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana, Wyoming, Colorado. Um, it's all those lone Rangers without a yeah, team. Exactly. Denver Broncos are the go-to and they're on, they're always on in the afternoon. So they own like most of the country, which is crazy because not like literally, but you know what I mean? (laughs) But yeah. So congrats to Broncos fans. That was the big breaking news of the day. Another piece of breaking news, Aaron Rodgers, you guys didn't get him. Broncos fans did not get him. Obviously he is going back to the green Bay Packers four years, $200 million deal, $153 million guaranteed. He was complaining about what the Packers were getting him in the offseason and how they weren't supporting around him. Basically juicing up trade talks in that time. And guess what? He signed with the team that he was complaining about. JC. Aaron, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear that no more. Okay. Now you're there for good. Zip the lips. All right. You're there. You don't get to complain anymore. And you're taking up so much cap space. They couldn't even get anybody you'd ever want. So it doesn't matter anymore. His name sounds familiar. Who was he dating? Um, actually you will know the Shailene Woodley. Okay, cool. Like yeah. her support. You like Shailene Woodley? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk after the show. Sounds good. Cause <laughs> you're wrong. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I'm Hot take over there. No, I'm just Hot kidding. take. I'm just kidding. Do whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> moving on. Some more NFL news. Calvin Ridley. Did I give you this one? No. Check the second page. Check the second page of the show notes. Did I not give you this one? Oh, he did. Yeah. NFL news. And more NFL news. Yes, sorry. I moved it up on the sheet. NFL news. Calvin Ridley suspended the entire 2022 season. So all of next season for betting on NFL games during the 2021 season. Oh, I saw this. This was controversial. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So the thing that's interesting about this is the NFL, they're partnered with um, like DraftKings mm-hmm. and FanDuel. I think it's just DraftKings they're technically partnered with, but you can gamble on basically every other gambling sports betting app on the NFL. Um, But the thing that's interesting about this is he was hurt during this time or he was taking a mental health, um, a mental health break during the season because he was, you know, Oh, I won't speculate, but he's taking a mental health break during the season and he was placing bets during um, while he was off and he wasn't anywhere near the team and he was placing like 18 team parlays, Mm -hmm. which is like, do you know what that is? No. Okay. It's like you're placing, 18 different legs onto a single bet to boost your odds. It's kind of a dummy way to gamble because the odds are so against you that you're almost certainly going to lose money. So he got in trouble for something he was doing in the off season. No, it was during the season. Oh, but he wasn't playing, but he wasn't playing. Okay. Correct. Still unethical. He has a lot of connections there. Yes. hundred percent agree. Bad boy. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. So to kind of tie this back to a much more, um, grotesque situation mm-hmm. to compare this to so Ridley for gambling on games he wasn't there for suspended the entire 2022 season Ray Rice yeah you know Ray Rice oh yeah suspended two games oh my gosh welcome to the NFL <sighs> that's how they do things so that's kind of like a weird baseline of how to look at it right it's kind of yeah. frustrating um but yeah that's where we are not to mention Calvin really may have been actually betting on, I mean, games he didn't have any effect on. There's an owner in the NFL that was just accused. Steven Ross from the Miami Dolphins was just accused of paying his head coach at the time 
to lose games to get better draft picks. Now this is just getting swept. Now that's kind of just getting swept under the rug because we had a guy betting on DraftKings on 18 team parlays. I mean, so it's just like where I don't get the priorities. Like where do the priorities land? I get you want to suspend this guy first and probably lay the hammer down a lot more on this guy because it's like we're partnered with this draft. We're partnered with these guys that are gambling. We will not allow in-game betting from our players, period. This is us laying down the hammer, laying down the law just to show nobody else to do it again. But it's like a... But if you abuse your wife two or games. fiance, two games. Two games. That's it. If you're her out in the elevator. That's horrible. Two games. Yeah. I mean, so, that's that's it's weird. I mean, you don't want to compare that situation, but, but when you're looking at... When next you're looking to at, one another, one violence and then the other exactly. one gambling. Yeah. It's just a little... It's a bad look fishy. from the NFL. Yeah. 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 Not great. Bad statement. Not a good statement to be sending. I nope. agree. hundred percent agree. So when you look at that in comparison, I was just like, I get why they suspended him, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they should have suspended him. Like you said, not good to be big gambling. Even if you have, even if you're not playing on the team, you can still have an effect on that team. Regardless, 18 team part are a little absurd. Whatever happened to the dog fighting guy? Michael Vick? Yeah. He was actually, so he went to prison. Um, That's good. He did go to prison and he came out. He was actually really reformed he had reformed a ton i think he owns like a or he's like a huge sponsor for a um a rehabilitation center for like dogs that were in fighting rings and stuff like that but he's like good for him he's really i mean he's honestly he's changed a lot and the way i understood it and you can kind of use this excuse for a lot of things unfortunately even if you believe him or not but that was the way he grew up like that was a normal thing for them to do back I don't remember where he would, where he grew up in, but where he grew up, that was a normal thing for them to do, which sucks. I don't want to use that as an excuse, but you can use that as a frame of reference to see where he is now. And you can look at it on a full picture and be like, okay, he has reformed and changed from who he was before. So I appreciate that. Yeah. People He's not change. doing it anymore. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So yeah. That's Michael great. Vick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, seems like a good dude. Honestly, I'm like, uh, I mean, I mean, you can look at it from that lens. I get that, but looking at it now from, um, from reform is important. Yeah, exactly. Reform is important, but still, but still, yeah. I mean, it's a bad thing that he did. I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, I'm not. Gonna what deny was done that. was done. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I can I can respect that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Calvin Ridley betting on NFL games. You know, not a good look. Suspended yeah. the entire 2022 NFL season. The Falcons are really in trouble now. Um, the Atlanta Falcons are really in trouble when it comes to wide receiver depth. Now they basically have, um, Oh man, I'm blanking on their, on their, uh, tight ends name. Falcons tight end. Just signed there. Your nope. host. Yeah, James I know. Timberlake. I know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, Oh man, uh, Kyle Pitts. There he is. Look at that. Kyle Pitts. They basically have Kyle Pitts. He's going to be their best receiver this year. And he's a tight end. That's not something you normally see. Um, and they're going to be Matt Ryan's still a pretty decent quarterback, but he's going to have a tough time with the receiving core he's going to have next year. Other than Noah Fant, I don't know if I can name a single Falcon wide receiver off the top of my head. It's going to be tough sliding for the Falcons. Okay, moving on. This will be correct on your list now. NFL Combine. Yes. Do you have any frame of reference of what a 4-7-140 yard dash is? Uh, no. Okay. Let me create some sort of frame of reference. The fastest 40 yard dash of all time recorded at the NFL Combine is a 4 2 2. 
So 4.22 seconds by John Ross. He was a wide receiver. The second fastest is like 4.23 uh-huh. um, from Chris Johnson. He was a running back. This guy, six foot six, 341 pounds. Do you want to know some of the things that are 300 to 350 pounds? Yes, actually. that That's actually, did you, you found this out? Okay, I did. Good, go ahead. Yeah. A cedar sofa. A what? A cedar sofa. What is that? It's like a sofa with a chase. What's a chase? Uh, you know how you have sofas? Yeah. And then the sofas with a thing that hang off of it so you could kick your feet up. Oh, okay. That's a chase. A chase. So that's okay. a cedar sofa. Okay. That man's the, weighs the same as a cedar sofa. So imagine a cedar sofa. <laughs> running the 40-yard 40 40 dash. dash 4.71 seconds. Okay, um, keep going. This one might be more reasonable. I think this could maybe run a pretty quick. 40-yard dash. Okay. A drum of oil. A drum of oil is, a, is 340 pounds? Or three, how much is it? Uh, 300 to 350 pounds. Oh, so it's pounds. in between. Yeah, okay. it's a okay. range. Um, oh, I actually didn't think that would be that heavy. Yeah, pretty it's heavy, It's heavier huh? than I thought. Yeah. Um, Weird. Last one on my list. Yeah. I thought this was pretty cute. A baby elephant. Oh, my God. That's weird. Yeah. So this man is the size of a baby elephant. A cedar sofa, a drum of oil. When I looked this up, there were so many things listed under 300 to 350 pounds. I didn't realize that baby elephants were that small, to be honest. I thought they were way bigger than that. Because can't elephants get to like a ton? Yeah, a ton or two tons, something like that. I love baby elephants. Yeah, but imagine... When they like shake their (laughs) trunk around like crazy. Imagine a baby elephant running a 4.7140 yard dash. so crazy. Honestly, it's hard to kind of put it into perspective unless you run one yourself. Like if you try to run a 40 or a dash. Are you going to do that? No, because I know how fast I run my 40 or dash. Yeah. Take a guess. What? Um, I don't know. I don't want to be offensive. Four, two, just, five. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, wait. No, no. I, I probably run like, I don't even want to say five, five or six or something like that because I'm slow. Minutes? But no, seconds. Oh. Minutes. <laughs> you even want to be offensive. Are you kidding me? 40 or dash, six minutes. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, but yeah, this dude if Pretty you, big. If I you Googled go watch, him. Did you look did you watch him run the 40 yard dash? No, I did not watch it's it. Terrifying. Do you want to know a fun fact that I found about Jordan Davis? Yes. He has six million monthly listeners on Spotify. This is the country singer. That's yeah. I saw that. I actually when I Googled his name, I did the same exact thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was, like I was like, wow, he has a platform on Spotify as well, too. He's a country. Mm, I did that same right. thing. I did that same thing. I looked, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Um he's major I fun fact about him. You want to know another fun fact? Yeah. Major in religion. In oh, college. Interesting. Right? Jordan Davis, the country singer, uh did you- studied conservation. <laughs> Why did you do so much stuff about Jordan Davis, the country singer? Because his name shares. Right, yeah, he I don't. Shares I've name. never heard of that guy. <laughs> Me neither. Um, but yeah, religion. You know, like football players. I'm kind of painting, painting a broad brush. Not football players, but sport like athletes in general. They usually have like a pretty broad, um, like uh, major business communications yeah. that sort of thing. I saw one that was like uh, this was. I think it was the Tennessee quarterback. I don't remember his name. Josh Dobbs. That was his name. I can't believe I remembered that, but then remember the tight end for the Falcons. Um, Proud of you. I know it was a while ago, but his name was Josh Dobbs and he was doing um, um, like uh, like space engineering. What's that called? Oh, wow. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He was doing that and playing football and he had like a 4.0 GPA. Wow. I'm like, dude, how? Astronomy. I mean, more like more mechanical. Oh, okay. So like 
astro engineer. Oh, okay. Is that a thing? We don't know. Sure. <laughs> hey, I went to college. Same. Wink. Um, but yeah, he was like four, straight 4.0. I was like, bro, there's no way your time of the day is the same 24 hours that mine is. No. There's no way. Yeah. 4.0, still play football, and you're an astro engineer. That's not even a thing, but Incredible. that's what I'm calling. Crazy. <laughs> Anyways, Jordan Davis. Religious, not the country singer. Not the country singer, the football player. <laughs> religious uh, religious major. I almost said religious engineer. Religious major. Ran a 4.71 40-yard dash. It's six foot six, 341 pounds. That is so... If you go and watch this clip, I was terrified. This man is large. He's gigantic. I mean, he's athletically large. Athletically he's large. large. Huge. Yeah. I mean, a, a monster, but in a good way. Like a monster that'll get you drafted in the top 10 in the NFL combine or Absolutely. in the NFL draft. Yeah. Like if you go back and look, do you know, um, do you know who William the Refrigerator Perry is? Oh, did you know that a refrigerator is also 300 and to 350? That was, I, that was, <laughs> that was not planned. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I refrigerator. Wait, okay, but what refrigerators are that big? Your refrigerator at home, folks. That's three hundred pounds. Three hundred to three hundred and fifty. Dude, I could bench press that. No, I'm kidding. Mm, Just because the viewers can't see. (laughs) We're freaking huge, dude. All right, uh, no, uh, the refrigerator Perry, one of the most famous defensive tackles of all time. He wasn't that good. I mean, in quotation marks, wasn't that good. But um, you know, in comparison to other defensive tackles, not trying to shout out the fridge. Love you. Um, but you know, he, he wasn't, you know, a world renowned, he was famous because he made, he took a fullback dive in the suit in the big game. I almost slipped up there in the big game and scored a touchdown for it. And everybody was like, Oh my God, this guy is gigantic. And he's scoring a touchdown for the day. He was six <laughs> foot two, three thirty five. Oh, wow. Nine, eight, or whenever this was that he scored his touchdown. I think it was in the eighties. If I remember right. 1985, 1986, something like that. He was six foot two, three thirty five. And oh everybody was freaking out. Now you have the guys like this, like um, Jordan Davis running the the 40 yard dash, six foot six, 341, and he runs at 471. The guy could be your fullback. Yeah. He could oh be goodness. your running back if you wanted to be. If someone called me imagine? the refrigerator, that'd be offensive. Well, yeah, this but for cool you, it? it's different for you. The refrigerator, it's like, like imagine a refrigerator running down the street. Like, what would that mean? What <laughs> your, would that is mean your refrigerator you? running? Okay, no. But I mean, like, what would that mean? Okay, no. Think of it in terms of football. Mm-hmm. Like, what's a refrigerator running down the field seem like to you? Insane. That's a compliment to them. <laughs> I mean, un, uh, like, untackable, gigantic, you know? Yeah. Like, you're trying to stop a fridge. That's not possible Oof. for a lot of people. Yeah. And then you look at this guy, six foot six, 341 pounds, That's 471. Good luck. It's so stupid, man. I can't. How fast do you think you could run a 40 yard dash? What's at the end of the dash? That's a good question. Puppies. Pup, mm, I don't know. I, they're going to be waiting. They, they like people. So I'm waiting. walking the dash then. You're walking. Okay. What would be at the dash that you'd want to sprint towards? Ooh, round trip tickets to a destination. Why wouldn't beach? you just walk to those though? Maybe someone's taking them away. What if the world was ending behind you? Oh, then then it's gonna end in front of me too. I don't. Well, <laughs> I'm no, sitting but down. I mean, like you're like outrunning the the ash cloud from Yellowstone. Um, fun fact: you You're not outrunning that. Okay, all right. You're really you're really ruining the game. <laughs> this is an illogical game, Jane. Right, How fast would you run one? Five, five, five. Oh yeah, Six. five yeah. minutes. Okay, <laughs> boom roasted. Good one. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for that. <laughs> 
Okay, moving on. That was Jordan Davis. There were a couple other standouts from the um from the NFL combine that were pretty cool. Um he had his uh, defensive tackle brethren there with him that won the uh national championship there with him. They were both standouts from that uh, from that uh, from that combine showing. It was incredible. It was no doubt. I mean, it was no it was no real surprise that Georgia won the national championship when you were watching these guys run up and down the field and how much better they were than everybody else is absolutely insane. Um, another one, uh, the fastest defensive back 40 yard dash time happened at the combine. Kalen Barnes from Baylor ran a four, two, three, one hundredth of a second shy of John Ross's record back in 2017, who ran a four, two, two sauce Gardner, his name sauce saucy dope name. Yeah. Sauce Gardner. Oh yeah. Uh, he was a Cincinnati player. Uh, his, his real name's Ahmad. Sorry. I thought it was Sauce. I just thought it was Sauce. What? I thought his name was Sauce. Why did you think it was? I don't is know. Is that even a nickname? Yeah. It's oh, Ahmad okay. Sauce Gardner. Oh, Yeah, okay. but I thought Sauce was his real name. Okay. Which, you know what? Sauce? That'd be cool. Let's let's make it a thing. Let's make it a thing. I mean, he goes by Sauce Gardner. Yeah. So he's cool. Oh, that's Sauce. Okay. Uh, he posted a 4.41 second, uh, 40 second, 40 time. And he used six foot three. Gigantic. Huge wingspan and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a cornerback. Walk down. I hope the Vikings get him. That'd be dope. But 4.41. He was only three seconds, three hundredths of three seconds faster than Jordan Davis, who's six foot six, 340 pounds. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about this because it was no. like, if you go and watch this video, it's actually insane. I'll have to watch it. Because this guy is just like a, Massive. it's like watching Bigfoot, like sprint down the field in 40 seconds. He ran faster than some quarterbacks. Ran their 40-yard dash. That's pretty impressive. It's insane. He's a defensive tackle. Yeah. Like, good luck. <laughs> like, good luck trying to get away from this dude. Let's hope God. Jordan Davis isn't listening to your podcast calling him a Bigfoot. Well, I mean, I think he... Well, that's the other thing. Football, he'd probably respect... He'd probably be like, oh, I like that. Okay. I like that nickname. Jordan Bigfoot Davis. That's a good nickname. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, my uh, God. In the NFL, we're just naming people Bigfoot. Jordan. Refrigerator. Well, yeah. Jordan, get after me, Okay. Jordan Bigfoot Davis, you heard it here first week in Sports Rap Podcast. That's your nickname. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. See you later for next. No, just kidding. Okay, moving on. We're going to basketball now. You ready for basketball? Yeah. yeah. You ready for basketball season? It's already basketball season. Are you ready for that time in March that's a ton of fun because it's tournament time that I can't say on the radio because it's illegal? Yes. Thank you, NCAA. It's tournament time. It's tournament time. Let's go. Okay, so... Starting off, the Cowgirls, they had their um, their tournament this... Uh, well, they started this week, and unfortunately, rest in peace. Oh, no. They lost in the first round. They lost the Cowboy... Or Cowboy, what? Colorado State, 51-38 to in the first round. Their season is probably over. Um, the Cowgirls were 15-12 and on the season. Uh, now, after that Colorado State loss. Um, so... It could get like an NIT invite or something like that, but it's probably over for the Cowgirls, unfortunately. Rest in peace. It was a good season. They had a good second half of the season, to be honest with you. They started pretty slow, um, but they had a pretty solid second half of the season. So you know what? Fair enough to them. Congrats, Cowgirls. You had a pretty good second half of the season. And you know what? You ended over 500. You didn't end it the way you wanted to. They won the conference tournament last year. Do you remember that? Yeah. That was pretty big. You probably don't remember I that. I don't remember uh, That's that. fair. But, I mean, it was a pretty big deal. They were like a low seed coming in, and they oh, upset wow. the whole thing. So Proud of them. Proud of those. I mean, from last year, that was cool. Unfortunately, they couldn't do it again. But, you know, what? here we are. Here we are. 15 and 12 on the season. 
Um, from that Colorado State game, Tommy Olsen was the leading scorer. Nobody really shot well. They shot 25% from the floor. The Cowgirls did. That's bad. Not good at all. You want to hover around 40% if you're going to win. 25% is really bad. Uh, Tommy Olsen was the leading scorer, though. She shot 4 for 15. She had 10 points. Uh, Alba Sanchez-Ramos, she had 6 points. But she also grabbed 12 rebounds. Uh, she went 2 for 7 from the floor as well. Quinn Weideman, uh, she only had 2 points, 1 of 5 shooting. So, rough night all the way around for the girls. Uh, McKinley Bradshaw also put up 15 shots. She only made four of them as well. She had nine points to go with it too. So it was a rough night, rough night shooting the ball, 38 points. That was kind of self-explanatory. They scored in three points in the fourth quarter. That's it. That scored 19 to three in the fourth quarter. That'll do it. That'll do it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap for the Cowgirls, I believe. Unless they get the NIT invite, you know, you never know, but I don't think so. So this is the end. Congrats, Cowgirls. You ended it. Not on the way you wanted to, but you had a good second half of the season. So, you know what? Congrats to them. Yeah, there you go. You know what? Ended above 500. You got to look at the got to look at the bright side. Glass half full. Glass half full. Mallory is a supreme glass half full, right? Refrigerator. Refrigerator. William Refrigerator Perry. That's a bad 300 nickname. to 350 pounds. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's why that's what his nickname was. Perhaps. Even though it was the 80s, they didn't Google it, but they were probably like, how much is my refrigerator? Oh, it's the size of William Perry. <laughs> So they flipped it. Oh, golly. Okay, moving on to the Cowboy basketball team. They have had a bit of a rough patch, ladies and gentlemen. Not great. Uh, They've lost, let's see here, one, two, three, three out of their last five games dating back to February 23rd against Colorado State. Um, And then they won, went one and one this past week. I got to look at my dates here. I think I'm incorrect. This is a live show, by the way, guys. Yeah, one and one. There you go. Yeah, one and one this past week. They lost to UNLV 64 to 57. The problem with the Cowboys right now, they're getting figured out, and that's a problem. They're not evolving their game all that much. They have the two leading, I think I mentioned this last week when I was, when we were doing this last week. Um, Their game has not evolved as much, and people are starting to figure them out, especially in the second half of the season. And that's going to be a problem, especially when it comes tournament time. Um, In their loss to UNLV um, a couple days ago, Hunter Maldonado led the way. He had a great day shooting the ball. 8 of 12, 22 points, 10 rebounds, solid game. Ike, he's been pretty cold the last couple of games. He had 14 points, 6 of 19 shooting. Not great. 7 rebounds, 6 of 19 shooting, though, is not going to get you very very far. Um, That's an unfortunate. But other than that, I mean, your next leading scorer is off the bench with 9 points. Hunter Thompson, he went 3 for 6. 9 points, though. Not great. You know? so. They're getting figured out. They're not having the guys that need to step up. They're not stepping up as much as they need to be. They got to have, they got to find that third scoring option or it's going to be trouble for the Cowboys. And that could be the end of their season a lot earlier than we were thinking, especially, you know, four weeks ago when they were running a, you know, they won 11 out of their last 12. Oh, wow. So it's a, it feels like a different team. It is a different team right now, but you know what? They kind of, they, they stepped up. They they beat Fresno State a couple of days later. They won sixty eight to sixty four to wrap up the regular season. They were at home. It was an overtime win as well. Um, let's see here the point totals here. Xavier Dussel led the way. Xavier Dussel stepped up six of seventeen shooting twenty one points. Good for him. Hunter Maldonado three of nine shooting that great ten points eight assists on the night and six rebounds. And then Ek went six of fourteen with sixteen points as well. And he also had eight rebounds. And then they had uh, fourteen points off the bench and. Um, Jeremiah Oden was coming off the bench. 14 points, 5 of 8 shooting. He played 28 minutes off the bench for the Pokes in this game, which was 
He's never come, he hasn't come off the bench all the time, all the season. Oof. It's the first time. So he's usually playing in the starting lineup, but they took him off the bench this game, and it, at least it ignited, ignited a little something off the bench. 14 points. That could help. That's probably something we're going to see, I would assume, in the, uh, in the conference tournament that's coming up. They're going to play probably Jeremiah Oden more out of the sixth man role, I would assume, to kind of get some sort of depth in that second team rotation. Um, but, you know, I'm just spitballing at this point. I don't really know anything. Yeah. So, welcome to sports. Sports. Um, so, now, conference tournament time. Their first game is on Thursday against that UNLV team that they lost to on Wednesday. Big game. Big game, big game to avenge that loss on Thursday. I'm, I'm po- or excuse me, on Wednesday. Positive that's going to be fresh in their mind when they go on take on UNLV. The Pokes were expected to be closer to a two or a one seed coming into this tournament. I mean, you know, a couple of weeks ago because of how good they were playing. Now they're in a four seed. They're playing the five seed UNLV. Not great, obviously. They've uh, they've dropped a little bit off of the radar. I think they hit top twenty five. And after that, they've, you know, lost four out of like next seven games. So we'll see where it ends up. I'm a little, I'm, I'm less hopeful than I was. I'm a little nervous for the Cowboy fans. They play on Thursday in the conference tournament first round. They can get something going here. They can definitely carry it into the tournament. They're still going to make the tournament poke fans chillax about that. They're going to be a lower seed than you'd like to see, but they're going to make it. We'll see what happens from there. They want to start this tournament. They want to win the tournament and they want to start it off on a good note. They're taking on UNLV on Thursday. At 3.30, um, and you'll actually be able to hear it on 1410 AM, KWIL, and 106.9 FM. A Sheridan Media Station. A Sheridan Media Station. So make sure you stay tuned for that, and uh, good luck to the Cowboys. Hopefully they win. Yep. We want to see them win. Yeah. I'm not even a Cowboy fan, but I want to see them win. Yeah. I'm a Sooner fan. They know oh. that. <laughs> Podcast listeners know that. I'm an Oklahoma Sooner feel, fan. Ooh, ooh. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's I, good to I, have I, your own I want, Actually, but I do want to see them win, because it is cool to see like a... Yeah local team like them like make it to the national stage and stuff like that it's fun it is fun absolutely a little shaky though okay did you learn up on coach k's final game no all right coach k's final game was this weekend oh did i add that did i not put that in okay here it was his final game at cameron indoor stadium rest in peace he's still alive he'll be fine he got blown out though it was really funny (laughs) it was really funny he got blown out so north carolina Huge rival to Duke. Do you know that? No. Okay, now you know that. <laughs> North Carolina, a school of Michael Jordan, already next year, you know. Uh, Duke, solid basketball program. One of the greatest of all time basketball programs. Arch rivals. They're only a couple miles away from each other, if I remember correctly. I don't know the exact number, but they're only a couple miles away from each other. And they hate each other. They hate each other. These teams hate each other. So North Carolina blowing out. Blowing out. Duke, 94 to 81. It wasn't really close. Duke won it or led it the uh, end of the first half, but uh, North Carolina scored 55 points in the second half, holding Duke to 40, and it was 94 to 81 at the end of the game. Blew out Duke at Cameron Indoor at, on the road. It's a good game for UNC. They're going to probably make the tournament because of that win. They're 23 and 8 on the season. Duke was fourth ranked team in the country coming into that game. They were 26 and 5. And yeah, now. Krzyzewski, that was his final game at home. Obviously, he still has the rest of the season to play out. So tournament time, all that jazz as well. And um, we'll see what happens with Duke. But that was a uh, that was a fun game to watch. It was a fun game to watch. Duke. A little nervous for Duke. A little nervous for Duke. But we'll see where they end up. You know, I'm not the I'm not a messiah. 
This is just what I do. Yeah. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, last time Duke won the national championship, 2015, 2015, he's won. Let's see your five. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Five championships. He's made it to 12 final fours and he's been coaching for 35 years. Wow. 35 years, 35 That's a long whole time. years. It is a long time. Longer than I have been alive. Literally you and me. Not combined though. Not well. Yeah. Not combined. Four, We're pretty young. 42. That'd be f- 44 years. I don't think any coaches coach for 44 years. No, I don't think so. At least not in college basketball that I could think. Of. Maybe like, I don't think so. Yeah. Huh? Now I'm going to look it up. Mm, I, that's a very broad question. Nah, here we go. Like, let's look it up. Longest coaching tenures. Let's see who tenures it is. All time. Do you have a guess? Uh, Oh, I can't look. Um, Pat summit. Okay. That'd be my guess. She used to coach Tennessee basketball, women's basketball. Mm-hmm. Legendary coach. Let's look. George Hallis. George oh. Hallis. He was an NFL coach. Coach for 40 years. So we still beat him. He's reaching across to give me a high five. Oh my God. Nice job. <laughs> 44 years. Awesome. I didn't know that. George Hallis, 40 years. Good Lord. That is so long. Can you imagine spending one thing, doing one thing for 40 years of your life? I mean, look at... Other than living? <laughs> a lot of people do that. I know our generation doesn't one. do that. Look at all of our co-workers. That's true, Bob. How long's Bob here been here? 30 years? I'm not sure. 30 years? I'm not sure. I think it's been like 30 years. 32 Maybe 40? years. He started when no he was... way, not 40. No? I don't think so. He's not that old. I mean, he's, old, he's older. Bob, love you. He's older, <laughs> but he's not in 40 years. That's a long time. Okay. I don't I, know how long he's 30. been here. We'll gamble. We'll, we'll bet gamble. it. Yeah. Mm. Over under 35. Okay. You go over, I go under. Uh, uh, wait, what? I go over, or you go over 35 years, I go under for 25 cents. Um, I th- I'm going to say 34 years for okay. Bob. Over- no, 36. Okay, so over 35. Yeah, 36 I'll go under years. 30. Okay. Wait, did you just figure it out in your head? No. Did you just remember? Okay. No. Don't fool me. All right. Fair enough. We'll have to ask him. We will. We'll and now bring I'm back actually, the stats now next I'm, actually, I'm such a degenerate. Next dude. week. I just thought about that and I was like, dude, I'm gambling money to guess how long. I mean, 25 cents. Who cares, right? 25 cents. 25 cents. Or bet me a coffee. Okay. twenty. From- what? 25 cents to five and a half dollars. That's a big difference. Yeah. I'll bet a coffee too. No, <laughs> <laughs> degenerate. Okay. Mike Krzyzewski, he was born in 1947. Wow, he looks really good for 73 years old. Wow. He's like 73. Yeah. Is that right? Something like that? Let's look. Here, I'll show you a picture. Mike Krzyzewski. Because our listeners are listening, I'll just describe it yeah. in detail. Well, everybody knows who Mike Krzyzewski looks like. Look at this dude. Besides Mallory. Well, yeah, but that's why you're here. Oh, yeah. You're learning. He looks great. So look at this dude. This dude's 73. Wow. Right? Good, yeah. good head of hair on him. He's got some good hair. Good head of hair on him. Definitely colors it. Look at that ring. Oh my God. He's got gorgeous. a ring. Got some hands. Good lapel. Got a nose. Good lapel button. <laughs> a tie. Good for him. Nice tie too. Yeah. He seems mean. I could never do. I thought he looked nice. Well, well, yeah. Well, this picture, but then look at this picture. No, no, it looks mean. Still looks nice. Really? Yeah. He looks like uh, Robert De Niro. Huh. Don't know where I just got that. Interesting. It looks like Robert. Oh, he looks like Robert De Niro in. Have you seen The Irishman? 
No, I don't think so. Okay, so he looks like Robert De Niro, but like the old version of Robert De Niro because they do like the age scaling thing in that uh-huh. movie where they like try to change back the clock and make it look like Robert De Niro's not 100. He looks like that. There you go. You're welcome, basketball fans. I just gave you a doppelganger for Mike Krzyzewski. Okay, Mike Krzyzewski's career, he had five ACC Coach of the Years. He was a two-time CBS Coach of the Year, three-time Naismith Coach of the Year. A bunch of Coach of the Years, like I said, five championships, 12 Final Fours. He played 35 years. Uh, he was a conference champion 12 times in the regular season and then 15-time tournament champion. He started at Army at Army as a coach in 1975, went there from 1975 to 1980, and then from 1980-81 season, he was there at Duke. There we go. Insane. Uh, guess what his career record at Duke is? Huh? Guess. I don't know. Give me a random well, I don't know. All right. No guess? Oh, no guess. Over, under? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, 1,123 wins oh, wow. to 307 losses. Wow. That's insane. That is crazy. Congrats to him. A seven... 76% win-loss percentage in his career. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's yeah. a C. 76? Yeah. Yeah, just That's C, a C on the grade scale. C. You know what? Maybe that's average. Not so good, Mike Krzyzewski. Just, just average. Just kidding. No, that's pretty good. I mean, for in terms of coaching. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. Being 76% of the time good at what you do. I'm only good 40% of the time. Well, less that, than that. Yeah. Yeah. 20. All right. 20. <laughs> You told me I could run my my 40-yard dash in five minutes, dude. That affected me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That really affected me deeply. Uh, okay, moving on to more college basketball. It is conference tournament week. We talked about that. I talked about that to you. Okay, moving on to conference tournament basketball. Conference tournament championships are coming up. Women's basketball. Big-time stuff happened in women's basketball for conference tournaments. Kentucky defeated number 6 LSU in a huge upset. Conference, or Kentucky won their uh, their conference because of it. They won the conference, which means they punched their ticket to the tournament, the 64-team tournament. They beat LSU 78-63. to Miami defeated Louisville in their tournament as well. Number four, Louisville, 61-59. to Miami didn't end up winning the conference, but they made one hell of a run at it. Um, and then Nebraska defeated number 10, Michigan, 76-73. to So conference tournament's already off to a blast in start for women's basketball. Now we got the men's basketball uh, tournament's coming up this week, Tuesday. As of the date of recording this, ACC tournament begins. You got your Dukes, your North Carolina. Just talked about that. Miami men's basketball. All of them, they get kicked off, tip off on uh, Tuesday. And then Wednesday, the big day for conference tournaments. SEC, Big East, Pac-12, Big Ten, and Big 12. Conference basketball tournaments start on Wednesday. It's March. Woo. Let's go, dude. It's tournament time. Basketball. It's time for that tournament that I can't talk about because it's illegal. Thank you, NCAA. You know what I'm talking about. It's March. Blank. Let's go. You're not supposed to answer that. I know. Because it's illegal. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's NCAA basketball. NBA time. NBA. The NBA. Ooh-hoo. NBA. Uh, first off, I don't have a lot of notes on the NBA. That's okay. You know, it's whatever. I, I have one. Do you actually? Give yeah. it to me. Um, Unless well, you want me to feed it to you. Yeah, no, okay. you're good. Uh, the LeBron, t- talk to me a little bit about LeBron, what he was up to. Okay. Yeah. He dropped 56. Yeah. 56. That's crazy. He's 37 years old. Is that wow. crazy or what? Yeah. 37. 37. He's almost 40 years old and he's dropping 56 points against the Warriors. Warriors, one of the best defensive teams in the league. Yeah. He's like, you know what? 
Uh, father time. Who cares? There you go. I don't care about father time. I'm going to drop 56 points and a win. That's pretty big. Became the fourth player in NBA history to score 50 plus points at 37 or older. Wow. Do you know? So stupid. 37. Do you want to know something new about LeBron? Yes. Oh, wait, can I guess it? Yeah. He uses Bosley. He could. I don't know. Can't confirm or Probably deny. Does. Yeah. Um, assuming. He's actually getting into the culinary space. Are you talking about Blaze Pizza? No. Oh, he has. He, he owns a, a bunch of Blaze Pizza stuff. Oh, places. does he? Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. So recently he invested in Kitch, which has been What's described that? as the Twitch TikTok Zoom of culinary space. Whoa. Yeah. I'm into that. And so there's a lot of like tutorials on how to cook, follow along video instructions. Uh, there's online communities on there. Not a hashtag ad, by the way. No, We're not just at all. About it. yeah. It's just LeBron invested in That's that. That's interesting. And you know when it launched? I've never even heard of that. Today. Did it really? Today. To, today being Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, March 8th. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, that actually sounds cool. Yeah. So I don't know. I just imagine LeBron and uh, Martha and. Martha Stewart. Yeah. I can't believe I know Rachel Ray. Rachel Ray. That's my girl. Who's your favorite Food Network personality? Ooh. Gordon Ramsay. That's, that's everybody. That's a good yeah. pick. Other than Gordon Ramsay, though. Like, because he's not always on oh. Food Network, but I'm talking like base Food Network people. Um, I have mine. I don't know. I don't have an answer. Gianna. Gianna? Gianna Laurinaitis? That I say her name? I don't know her name. She's her, Italian. Her. Oh, I like her. She's on Chopped a she's lot. Got big mouth. Dude. Yeah, Chopped. Yeah. I like her. She's really cool. Yeah. Bobby Flay. Dope Bobby Flay's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, who's the oh Top Chef guy, the host of the top host of Top Chef for a long time. You probably won't know his name. I don't know his name either. You Got know, glasses, balding. You know who was good until he wasn't? Guy Fieri. That's our answer. No. Who are we kidding? Um, who is the Emerald? No, no, that's a different guy. The Cake Boss. Oh, he the Italian like, guy. Yeah, he had like. A drinking problem and Did like he? got a DUI, I believe. Why do you know this? I didn't know that. Like, I, I watched cake, cake. I love Cake Boss. I watched Cake Boss growing up, and I was such a fan of him. Like he was an idol of mine because he made the most impressive cake. You talking about Buddy Valastro? Valastro? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know when his DUI was. You may want to look D-W-I. that one up. D- DWI was but, in a, was arrested in Manhattan for driving while intoxicated early Thursday. That was in December 8th of 2020. Yeah. So that was a while ago, but I, he was like an idol of mine. Girl. I watched him all of the time. Weird. I didn't know he got arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what, buddy? We hope you're doing good. Yeah. Get back to those cakes though, man. Emerald's cool though. Have you tried fondant? Because that's what they used it's to build. Gross. It. Is it? Yeah. I've never had it. I mean, it doesn't taste bad. It's, you yeah. don't have, it's, it's like just, sweet. I'm assuming. Yeah, a little bit. It's yeah. kind of like. Is it just like folding clay, but like made of icing? Made of like sugar and maybe some flour, maybe a little starch. That sounds we don't, bad. We don't know. We don't know what's in fondant. I mean, somebody knows. Yeah, somebody. Emerald knows. I could Google it. Yeah. But I don't want to. Welcome to the. Weekend Sports Rep Podcast. <laughs> the Weekend Cooking Podcast. That kitsch thing, that actually sounds sick, though. Yeah, I that thought actually, it was I would really... throw that up on like a side monitor just to chill. Absolutely. For sure. And he invested in that and. He owns a, a bunch of Blaze Pizza restaurant. Have you ever had Blaze Pizza? I have not. Me neither. But I've seen it like in a bunch of different places like, uh-huh. like Tulsa. That's where my dad lives. I've seen a couple of Blaze Pizza there and I'm like, that place looks good. That looks delicious. It's like a. Yeah. 
Pizza's yeah. delicious. So the thing, with, the thing with pizza, it sounds good right now, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, had a salad the, for lunch. The I'm thing like, mm. with, well, yeah, who cares, right? Pizza. <laughs> the, the thing about pizza restaurants that kind of, it's weird. They always, they all have the same like decor to them. I guess I've never, besides the uh, restaurant that it's in, that's in Bighorn, I've oh, never. Oh, uh, well, there's a couple here. Uh, Powder River, you've been to Powder are, River. Yeah, there. That's different. Yeah, but think about like the de- the decor that you see in Powder River Pizza. Sports. We love we love Powder River Pizza. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, sports. But that's what I mean. But Blaze Pizza, the I guess the idea is that it's a more like, um, what's the word for higher. You know what I'm talking about? It's classier. Yeah, a classier piece of joint. <laughs> oh, it's not. Cl- yeah, mm-hmm. not not like and not that the, anything else. I mean, I love going to Petter Repeats and watching sports, but I'm just saying that's you like tr- how they're. That's they're how they're trying to it. establish like a fine dining pizza. Bingo! That's what I was looking for. A fine uh, dining see. type of pizza I joint. See. So interesting, right? Yeah, cool. They all kind of have the same. I never thought about that until just now. Literally, yeah. as I was sitting here. A lot of pizza places have the exact same decor. Even in uh, Bighorn, that one yeah. is They've got the similar. Little oh, yeah. The yeah, all arcade. the arcade games. Always have arcades. Uh, Godfather's Pizza in Gillette. Went to Never that a few times when I was growing up. Is it good? I was like five. No, I wasn't. I was like eight. So <laughs> are you telling me you you hadn't captured your love for pizza at five years old? I mean, it, well, all pizza and was good at that well, point. You could put yeah. Tostino's in the oven. I was like, oh, yeah. Same, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, Probably don't get me started. Still. I had eight bagels on th- on Sunday. You had That's eight bagels? Eight. Pizza bagels. No, bagels. Like with just cream cheese. What were you doing? I did. I was like, dude, these bagels are hitting. What kind of bagels and it. cream cheese were you eating? I had regular bagel. I think it was like onion bagel, but like not hardcore onion. You ate eight of them? Dude, I slammed those, dude. Oh my god. Eight bagels. Did you puke after? No. Are you kidding me? I didn't even nap, dude. So I was I was hitting different. I'm telling you, I could have gone up against the Hot dog eating guy. I don't remember his name. Joey Chestnut. I could have gone up against him. Oh my God. Throw the bagels and cream cheese in front of me. I think I'm beating Joey Chestnut. Joey, get at me. Oh my God. Not really though. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I don't know why I just Eight brought that bagels. up. That's kind of embarrassing for me, but I did. I, I smashed those bagels. Wow. Eight. Had you not eaten all day? Wait a minute. What do you, what do you classify as a bagel? Sorry. Uh, a bagel. Okay. So the whole rounded thing. Yeah. So I had four. He's I'm retracting. I, I split Just it. Kidding. I cut it in half. Obviously, uh, I mean, it's still poor I mean, bagels. Four bagels. <laughs> it, dude. I was, oh my god! I mess around. Dude. I didn't even nap afterwards. I thought I was going to give myself a food coma. Like yeah. I thought I for sure was going to pass out. And, and what like, kind of cream cheese? Just regular. Regular cream cheese. That's the superior cream cheese. And a regular bagel. No onion. onion but okay. it's like slight onion. It's not like overpowering. That's gross. Interesting. Do you have a favorite cream cheese, or do you eat cream cheese? Uh, I like. The artichoke parmesan, that's and weird. I like that's onion weird, chive. I like blueberry. That's fair. Artichoke parmesan. So, though, are you okay? Do you need to like take a break and go to Walgreens and get some like? No, dude, I feel great. <laughs> no, Sunday was a great day. I uh, <laughs> had those bagels. I woke up at like eleven. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I had bagels. <laughs> Didn't nap. More bagels. Played games. It was a good Sunday. Dude. There you go. I was chilling. <laughs> Heck yeah! It was a good day. Dude. You have no idea. Okay, so, yeah, LeBron. Yeah. Kitch, Kitch. Investing in Kitch. 56 and he, points. And 56 points against the Ooh. Warriors at 37 years old. He's winning. He is really at winning. life. He really is. Lives in LA. He has his own movie production company. Dude's insane. Yeah. True philanthropist. Is that the right word? Entrepreneur. 
philanthropist kind of the same thing. Um, a philanthropist like donates to okay, well, he's charitable that, causes. He's that too. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely that too. So both entrepreneur yeah. and philanthropist. Okay, we also had an NBA finals rematch. Milwaukee, Milwaukee beat uh, Milwaukee Bucks beat the Suns one thirty two to one twenty two. Chris Middleton had a career high forty four points in that game. That's probably what we're looking at for uh, a finals a finals rematch this year. The Suns are blowing the pack away in the Western Conference, and the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are. I don't think they're they're not blowing anybody away in in the in the Eastern Conference. I think they're huddling right around, hovering right around the uh, middle part of the conference. But they're still a very solid team, defending champions. Nothing to bat your nose at. Is that the right word? Right phrase? We don't know. Yeah, whatever. Milwaukee Bucks are the three seed right now. The Suns, they're 51 and 13. They're eight games in front of the second seeded Memphis Grizzlies. They are well on their way to getting the one seed in the West. They have a plus 7.7 points per game differential, which is almost uh, double. Not double. Not almost double. Oh, actually, almost double. I'm doing math right there. There you go. Almost double. Math is hard. uh, With the second seeded Memphis Grizzlies Grizzlies have at 4.7. So, Suns. Running away with it in the Western Conference right now. In the Eastern Conference, Celtics are, or excuse me, not the Celtics. Or am I? The Heat, not the Celtics. The Heat are in the front, the one seed right now. And that is followed by the 76ers, who are three games back, and then the Bucks, three and a half games back. So, you know, anybody's ball game in the Eastern Conference, the Heat are top to bottom, probably the best team in the NBA, or excuse me, in the Eastern Conference right now. The Sixers, they just got a bunch of star power. They have Embiid, and now they have James Harden. The Bucks, defending champs, kind of just cruising through life right now, getting into the playoffs. They're going to dominate again. They didn't really lose a whole lot during the offseason. They lost P.J. Tucker to the Heat. That was probably a bigger bigger loss than they want to have, but right now they're just cruising. It's a it's fun, man, NBA. Yeah. Getting to playoff time, getting there. Little, little We're almost there. A couple months, about a month or two away. Big stuff. It's getting there. Okay, moving on. To our next section, we are going to take a look at some state bowling. What the heck? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. I don't have any state bowling. Okay, I, don't, I, I was like, go ahead. Feel free. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. This is actually, I'm excited for this. The NFL news. No. I we have did some that ne- at the top. I have some news for you, okay, though. Okay, well, give it to me then. <laughs> kind so of I, well, I, I he missed. He went out I of did, order. Yeah, I did. This I'm is sorry. his well, fault. Well, I did breaking news, and then I was like, okay, we might as well stick with the NFL. I hear you. Okay, go ahead. I feel you. Give me your news. Uh, well, actually, it's more of a did you know. Uh, did you Did you know that Kanye West and Antonio Brown of the Pittsburgh Steelers, they want to buy the Denver Broncos? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Are they part of a, like a buying group? Because that's usually what they do. Don't ask me the logistics. Yeah, sorry. So that, that would make sense, though. Yeah. But Kanye seems like the guy. Antonio almost, Brown is the one who's been communicating these things. Mm-hmm. Um, the team is worth $4 billion. Yeah. Kanye would it West, be $4 billion? Billion. Is okay. uh, Kanye is a billionaire. True. So, um, and do you think he makes more money off of his music or his fashion stuff? I think his fashion's a loss. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was Whoa. like at least in 2019. He was like tweeting about it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. I don't yeah. follow his Twitter because I want to remain sane. Ooh, it's a wild time. It's a, I know it's a roller coaster. <laughs> um, I don't know if they would get approved because they would have to get approved by all 31 owners to buy the Denver Broncos. Yeah, given what Antonio Brown's been up to the last six months, I don't Or Kanye remember. West. Or too. Kanye West, yeah. Dude, his stuff that he's doing with Kim, that's a whole other story. Yeah. I feel so bad for Kim. This is the only time I've ever felt bad for Kim Kardashian in my life. But it's like, 
I yeah. like her. I feel bad for that. her. But yeah, what he's doing is horrible. Yeah, it's not good. So. Not a good look. Anyways, I just thought I'd share that little tidbit because I thought it was interesting. His fashion stuff is operating at a loss. Well, I don't know That's now crazy. in 2022, well, yeah. but at one point well, he was saying, worse he was now. like, I took a loss of $1 million to do my fashion last year. That's crazy. But he makes a lot of money from it. I know. Yeezys so. go for crazy about. I Are mean, those still a big thing? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know how many more like Yeezy see, shoe drops he has. I don't know. Did you see his new album, Donda 2? No. How You Can Buy It? Oh yeah, you have to get the the steam uh, the stem player. Yeah, I did see that. Which is two hundred dollars. I know you're buying like a album for two hundred dollars. But you can isolate the vocals. I, I heard the I, I I saw like clips of it and it looks like like pretty cool. But yeah. The thing is, the thing is, it's weird about like I don't use outgoing speakers like that very much. No, I just no. put like my AirPods in or something like that, and then just listen to music. Yeah, I have like a a couple speakers that I can connect mm-hmm. to, but. I have like a Bluetooth speaker too in my room and He's no, I never turn it on. Trying to reinvent the wheel, but the wheel's yeah. already been invented. Wheel's been invented. Um, but hey, anyways, you know more power to them. That's another podcast. That is another podcast. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, there's a BA. I mean, there's, you know, you're talking sports in there too. Yeah. That'd be huge. I don't think anybody would like it if Antonio Brown and, and uh, Kanye, Kanye West, West bought the Broncos. Officially I, yay. No, that's yeah, his that's legal true. name. <clears throat> Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Is it yay? I always thought it was yay. I think it's yay. Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was yay. Yay. Yeezy. Yeezy. I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's yay. I just thought it was yay. Hey, Kanye, I'm get out of here. You're on the podcast? No. I'm going to watch the Kardashians. I'll report yeah, back. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> now, my favorite segment that we have prepared favorite for today. Favorite MLB Myths kind of, and legends. You kind of trampled my introduction there, but yes, that's right. And urban legends. And urban legends. What'd you say? MLB myths and urban legends. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can do your intro. It's fine. My favorite segment <laughs> of the day. Favorite MLB myths and urban legends. I didn't Mine have was a lot I, better. I didn't have planned. Okay. All right. We're going to start with, which one do you want to start with? Um, I say you do one of yours first okay. and then I will do mine because I think mine. Did you is, find some? I did. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. You're going to have a heyday with this one. Okay. You're excited. Okay. I'm excited. First one. I, I don't want to give you okay. the, the goods first. Okay. Cal Ripken, that Cal Ripken story. That's my goods. Okay. So that's go my favorite Babe Ruth. One. You want to do Babe Ruth? Yeah. So I found out. It's bat heavy. Yeah, that's true. That is actually, a, I mean, it's not really a myth because it's been proven. Yeah. He used to swing like a maple bat. Uh-huh. And it was like way bigger than anything even today that anybody uses. A lot of people say that's why he hit a lot of home runs. But still, I mean, you're swinging it. If you're still swinging that and making contact with it, more power to you. Did so, you know that his bat went onto auction? Like, I believe it was in 2019 and it mm-hmm. got like seven figures. That makes sense. Yeah. Crazy. Dude's a. He has like, like two bats. Well, I mean, he, I guess depending back then, he probably has two bats that were like readily available for auction, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming he used like a ton over his career. Okay. Um, the thing about Babe Ruth that's really weird, like just for him personally in accordance to other NBA, like other sport legends. So you think of like Michael Jordan. Yeah. Everybody knows him. Uh, Michael Phelps, swimmer, obviously. Um Kim Kardashian. Stop. Entertainment mogul. Okay, stop. Um, Jerry Rice, football (laughs) stud. He ran a a 4.71, by the way. Mm -hmm. Cardi B, Mm -hmm. rap legend. That's true. 
Yeah. I like Cardi B. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the thing that's different about Baby Ruth, he's like, like, I like idolized as a god in baseball. Really? Like differently than anybody else. The thing that's, it's interesting because he, like I was looking at more like myths and stuff of Babe Ruth. There's one that's like, he had a home run like 600 feet. That would be way higher, way further than any other home run ever hit in the history of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the things he was doing back then because of the way the game was played back then is so much more like evolved for that time than it was today. So like today we see a bunch more home runs and stuff like that. Back then he was doing that back in the twenties and thirties. Yeah. He was hitting like 50, 60 home runs a year. And before that, and then even after that, it was still, all right, Babe Ruth, you hit 50, 60 home runs. He retires. We're going to drop it back down to normal 30 home runs a year, 40 year olds. He's so ahead of his time. So he's like, and he's dead now, obviously. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Legend. Um, He's dead now, but I think that's part of the reason he's so idolized as a God is because the myths that are told about him, there's no way to actually confirm or deny them. Yeah. So like Michael Jordan, you can go up to Michael Jordan and ask him a lot of the stuff we talk about. Michael Jordan caught on video, audio, that sort of thing. You didn't have any of that. When yeah. Babe Ruth was around. You just had radio calls. You had the grainy footage, black and white stuff from the twenties and thirties that it's like, I don't even know exactly what I'm watching, but this, you could throw the myth behind this and talk about whatever you want to talk about. And you could show me this clip and I believe it's this clip. Mm-hmm. So you have no idea. So it's a completely different like frame of mind when you're talking about Babe Ruth. It's really weird and interesting. I don't even think he's the greatest player of all time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody does. So what's the myth surrounding Babe so, Ruth? So when I wrote that down, I was, t- I, w- I remember a myth, me hearing a myth. This is actually funny. Now that I'm thinking about this. <laughs> um, so the myth that I remember hearing about Babe Ruth was that his bat was created well his his bats were created off of a um tree on Mount Olympus that had been struck by lightning. Oh gosh. That's an actual myth. Uh-huh. Or not an actual myth. That's the myth that I remember hearing about it. Uh-huh. Um what's the real myth? It's not a myth. Um This is so embarrassing. It's the plot line from the kid movie of everyone's hero. <laughs> oh and I, I mixed that together as a myth. Uh-huh. And I thought it was an actual myth. That was a thing. Okay. Came out in 2006, 5.7 on IMDb, 42% of Rotten Tomatoes. It's not very good. Yeah. I don't know why I watched this and was like. Babe Ruth's Babe Ruth's bat, bat came from Mount bat Olympus. Came from Mount Olympus off of. Zeus delivered it to him by dude, hand. Why did I think that? That's so embarrassing. That I is looked embarrassing. This up, I looked this up and I was like. You should go I home. Like, I was like, why does this movie keep popping up? <laughs> and then I looked and I was like, oh my God, I remember this movie. Oh, I was man. Like, oh, I stole this directly from the plot of Everyone's Hero with <laughs> with William H. Macy and Whoopi Goldberg. So what James did was give me some show notes for the show today. And what oh, I did it was I Googled Babe Ruth's bat creation because that's what he wrote in the show notes under the Miss and Urban Legends notes. And I couldn't find anything. I found so you couldn't find anything. I know. And so I was like, okay, there's really a myth or a legend out there. But James is the person who holds it. Uh, Turns out James is the individual who created it. I mean, I didn't create it. I created the myth, I guess. Yeah, but it's really the plot line. Did you watch this recently, or were you a child when you watched it? No, no, no. I watched it when I was a kid. Okay. Anyways, moving on. I I can't believe I did that. The bat talks in this movie. Oh gosh. What was I doing? Uh, It earned $16 million. 
embarrassing. That's nothing on a budget of $35 million. Wow. That's a loss. Yeah, that's a big that's loss. That's a big loss. That is a big loss. What was I doing? Um, oh, that's embarrassing. Okay, yeah. you go next. <laughs> James, have you ever heard of Christian Hopped? Hopped. Yeah. Um, the H-A-U-P-T. The name is he the guy that invented the spitball? Nope. All right, I get that was a guess. Go ahead. Christian Hopped is a child. Child. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and his mother is convinced that he is the reincarnate reincarnation of Lou Gehrig. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, as a young child, well, he plays baseball really well, like hits the balls and yeah. you know stuff like that. See a lefty or a righty? Does it say lefty like okay. Lou Gehrig? All right, fair enough. And when he was younger, he, uh, his parents really enjoyed baseball. He pointed to a picture of Lou Gehrig standing among his team, and he said, "That's me." Uh, like I said, what? people say his hit looks like Lou Gehrig. Um, and this woman claims her son empathically declared that he himself was Lou Gehrig. What? To me, this sounds like a woman who's trying to monetize her son. Who's okay. At base- I mean, it's working. <laughs> at baseball. They got clicks. Yeah. They got a lot of, lots of clicks. They've been on lots of media. I looked this ventures. up and I, well, I looked up missing legends and I uh-huh. did not see this anywhere. Uh, you gotta be a little, use a little more finesse. What did you, what did you type in? I don't remember. Okay. Um, Thanks for your finesse tips. Uh, I can't trade or I can't give you away sec- I mean, secrets of the trade. Yeah, that's fair. Um, anyways, the mother wrote a book about her son. No way. Yes. You could buy like this. an actual book. Yes. What's the book called? Uh, the boy who knew too much. And it talks about Christian's experience. Um, what is this as the reincarnation of Lou Gehrig? What is this? It's the book about the boy who knew too much. <laughs> Dude, what the heck? That's amazing. Yeah. Um, what if he actually is and we're like making fun of him? I mean. I mean, I'm not fake, making fun I, of the kid. I I'll make fun of the parents. I haven't said whether I believe it or not. I mean. I'm. Do you believe th- it or not? I don't know. Come on. He um, can't cop out like that. It seems like he was around parents that really enjoyed baseball and so he naturally enjoyed baseball and then said some weird stuff like kids do. I'm just going to. When I was a child, I thought I was going to be an astronaut. Yeah, but you thought you were going to be an astronaut. You didn't point and say, that's look, me. point at Neil Armstrong. and say, That's me. Yeah, I was busy doing other things. I mean, same. Yeah. That's weird. Isn't that strange? I don't I mean, know where Christian that could be a myth. is at now. But how do you spell it? C H R I S T I, like Christian H A U P T. Let's see. And oh my God, he's in professional. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's actually coming up as an MLB player or as a player. 2027 <laughs> grad. He's coming up soon. Christian hopped from Thousand Oaks, California. Ooh. Uh, he's 13 and six months old. Bats left, throws left. Player comp, Lou Gehrig. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, well, you know what? Good luck to him. Yeah. If he comes out and he plays like Lou Gehrig, who am I going to say? Heck yeah. 10 years from now, we'll do a... A recap. Yeah, a recap yeah. on be the Christian Hopped and see what he's up to. Fair enough. 
Probably not the, re- the second coming of Lou Gehrig, though. I'm just going to put that out there. Anyways. No offense to Christian Hobbs. <laughs> but that's... Be somebody else. <laughs> I just thought that was quite the story. And I was like, my I goodness. Mean, I would. I want someone to read that book because I'm not going to. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to either. I don't read. So. Obviously. All right. Five minutes and then you throw that at me too. <laughs> All right. That's cool. All right. I'm ready for my second one. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. This is... This is a good one. This is a, this is one that has like it does. There's no confirmation or denial of it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, but there's a like a decent amount of um, background to it to make it seem like it's real. So Albert Pujols, legendary first baseman. He played for the Cardinals, or he has played for the Cardinals and the Angels. He just went to the Dodgers last year. I I don't think he said he was retiring or not. I can't remember. But if he if he isn't. Um, He's still on the Dodgers or whatever, you know. So he's 42 years old. 42, big, the big 4-2. Four 4-2. Two. Four two. Big unit. He's going to be a first ballot, first ballot Hall of Famer when he retires. Undisputed first ballot Hall of Famer. He comes from Santo Domingo and the Dominican Republic. That's important to remember. Okay. There is a steady stream of information that would assume he lied about his age when he was coming to the MLB. Ooh, that's so, naughty. It, it is and it isn't because it's like, you know, if he was like, yeah, I'm 19 and he's like, like 25, like, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, if he plays good, who cares? Um, but there's a decent amount of information to say that this is like a common occurrence in the Dominican Republic just for them to get drafted. Why don't they, why don't they just look at the birth certificate? I don't think they have like official birth certificates like that. So people could just be out here wild and out. Exactly. Saying, I'm that's 99. Like, that's part of it. Um, so another player from, I think he's from the Dominican Republic, if I remember right, Miguel Tejada. Um, he was a shortstop for ever. He played for the Orioles. He played for the mm-hmm. athletics. He won an MVP. Um, yeah, he's also from the Dominican Republic from Bonnie, Dominican Republic. I think that's how you say that. He also came up right around the same time as Albert Pujols, but he came to the United States and it was discovered that he did lie about his age. He was oh, actually wow. like three years older than what he said coming into the league. So. Albert Pujols, still playing today, uh-huh. could actually be like 45, 46 years old. Oh, wow. Even 50 years old. Who knows? Yeah. Doesn't look like he's 50 years old. I mean, you know, dyed face, shaved head. You wouldn't tell by the gray hairs or anything. He's got a goatee, but it's all being black in and beard. Being sports is kind of like being like a Playboy bunny. You want to make sure that they're young. That, and that's very true, actually. I mean, <laughs> you that's, you're not wrong about that. But yeah, that's, that's a, a very strong myth that mm-hmm. they... That Pujols, Albert Pujols, one of the greatest players of all time, period, cut in stone, write it in ink, lied about his age coming into the MLB. And he's actually a lot older than he is, than he's stated. That's crazy. That's a little bit slower than you're coming off of your kid that believes he's Luke Gehrig, but (laughs) still interesting. And his mother believes it, too. That's true, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you have another one? No. That was the only one? Yeah. I thought that was the... I mean, that was a good one. You're right. Um... Okay, I have one more before we get into the Ripken story. One more. Okay. Doc Ellis, legendary pitcher from the 1970s. Uh-huh. This one's interesting. You'll like this one. He threw a no-hitter. Do you know what a no-hitter is? No. Okay, so Doc Ellis threw a no-hitter. No-hitter is um, you don't allow the opposing team to get a hit and get on base safely. Yeah. Basically is what that means. He threw a no-hitter. And he was on LSD. Oh, man. 
Why would you say that I'd like this one? No reason. Th- that's, oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm just kidding. He's just out here slandering I'm wilding. All right, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, he threw a no-hitter on LSD. Wow. That's insane. How did he There's a get away with that? Oh, it's a I myth. I mean, it's a myth, but there is like a decent amount of evidence. He got fined afterwards. Nobody knows why. For LSD? No, but they didn't state why. Okay. He got fined. For, for for like possibly doing LSD, for, uh, possibly doing know. drugs, yeah. LSD. But I mean, if you're throwing up no hair on LSD, I mean, yeah. they should give you money. Can you imagine? Can you imagine going up? I don't even know what LSD's like. I I think Yale should bring him into the lab and He's be dead. like, "Uh, sorry." So, 2008, he died uh, because of LSD. No, okay, no, I don't. I mean, I don't think so. Um, can he die from LSD? I, I'm sure too I mean, much of anything. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Too many bagels, you could die. I didn't, though. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, All right. Give me the Cal Ripken streak story. Okay. Look, there's, this, uh, there's the first video on here, by the way. Doc Ellis and the LSD no-no. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, not really. Don't do that. Um, okay. Cal Ripken. This one's awesome. I love, I love this myth. A streak story. A streak story. Like not like that though. Oh. It's a hitting streak. Oh. Or well no, it's not a hitting streak. Sorry. Well, it's a thanks games for coming played. to the sports rap podcast. This is better. <laughs> okay. What I'm about to tell you is better. Um, okay, so Cal Ripken, he's in the middle of his Iron Man streak, which is most consecutive games started um in a row in the MLB. And he's like right in the middle of this streak. He's trying to break the streak. I think it was set by Lou Gehrig, actually. Oh, wow. Um, you mean originally. Christian Hawk? No, Lou Gehrig. <laughs> Lou Gehrig set the streak. Um he said, and he's trying, he's in the middle of this uh, Iron Man streak. The Orioles know what's going on. The team he plays for Baltimore Orioles know what's going on. It'll sell tickets to try to keep this streak going, obviously. So they want to keep the streak going as much as they can. It's selling tickets, all that jazz. It'll be cool to have this by Baltimore Orioles names. Cal Ripken broke the Iron Man streak here on the Baltimore Orioles. That sort of thing. So Cal Ripken, you know, getting ready for a game on, you know, a weekday night or something. Mm-hmm. So he gets ready to go. He's driving to the ballpark. Oh, snap. What the heck? Forgot his glove. Oh, no. At the baseball field. Yeah. Or excuse me, at, at his house. Mm-hmm. So turn around. That's a car. Go back. Around, yeah, sorry. Apparently. Going back home. He goes back home. He walks into his house. He's like, honey, I forgot my uh, I forgot my glove. I'm just grabbing it. Okay. Nope. Here's nothing. He's like, honey. Nothing. So he's like. All right, well, maybe you should go check her. He goes upstairs. Honey, open the door. Wife's sleeping with someone. Oh, no. Guess who it is, though? Luke Eric. Nope, you'll never guess. Okay, who? Kevin Costner. Oh, no. The actor, Kevin Costner. That's a myth (laughs) for the ages. So, he walks in. Honey. Kevin? Kevin. (laughs) Honey, Kevin Costner. Beats the hell out of him. Beats up Kevin Costner. Hurts his hand. Oh no. Iron Man streak all over. I broke my hand. This is a myth, obviously. This is a myth, but I mean, there's like a, a, a cult following around it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he hurts his hand. Uh-huh. Hurts his hand beating up Kevin Costner, who was just sleeping. How did he really Kevin beat Costner. up his hand? Well, I mean, think about or you're beating somebody hand. up. No, like. Hurt your knuckle? Oh, the myth is who she was sleeping with? No, that's part of it. I mean, it's all kind of jumped into one. I'll get to like the real myth. Part, okay. Like the overlying theme of the myth. The real myth? Yeah. Um, so the he breaks myth. his he breaks his hand, or not breaks his hand, <laughs> but he hurts his hand beating the 
crap out of Kevin Costner. Allegedly beating the crap out of Kevin Costner. He's like, oh, snap my hand. I, I'm not going to be able to play today. Remember, Iron Man streak. Got to oh, be able to no. play. So he's like, hey, calling the Baltimore Orioles. Hey, hey, just broke my hand. Not broke my hand. I hurt my hand. Beating up Kevin Beating Costner. Beating up Kevin Costner. They're probably like, okay. Um, but he's like, look, we, we got to do something. Okay. I hurt my hand. I would be able to play today, but my hand is really hurting. Because I was Call, beating up Kevin, I just beat Costner. Up Kevin Costner. I hurt my hand really bad. We got to do something. The Orioles are like, what are we going to do? We can't lose this Ironman streak. It's selling tickets. This is the most important thing that we've done in 40 years of our baseball life as a franchise. What, what do we happens? do? There's a, the myth is people from the Orioles organization deliberately sabotaged the lights at Camden Yards, which is their baseball yeah. field. Sabotage the lights so he at could- a night game. <laughs> at a night game. So that the game would get moved to another day. So he could recover. So he could recover. To heal his hands. Heal his hands from Iron up Kevin Costner. Iron Man streak still intact. Oh God. What really happened? Right? That's what happened. That's all we know. That's the myth. He was off one night for no reason. The next he was. He was back in the game. Oh man. Weird, right? Yeah. The last <laughs> one I forgot to mention on here. Uh-huh. That's that's my favorite. I love that story. Ended just because I think it's note. hilarious. Ended that on is a good note. Are you kidding me, Cal Ripken? He still got the streak. I mean, he still he beat the crap out of Kevin Costner, allegedly. And then um and then still got his Iron Man streak. Yeah. So who cares? Dude? Has anyone asked Kevin Costner his side of the story? No, I mean probably. Yeah. I, if not, why haven't you? Yeah. What are we doing? Kevin Costner, get at us. I know you have a house in Jackson. Get on the podcast. Get on the podcast and help us understand what's going on. If you didn't do this. I heard he was a philanthropist. Philanthropist. Same. Okay. Last one though. Uh Uh-huh. You know, Wade Boggs, right? No. Okay. He, this one's quick. He, uh, well, there's two parts to this. Um, have you, have you seen it's always sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. Okay. Remember how there's an episode where they try to recreate the Wade Boggs infamous flight where they try to drink a certain amount of beers on a, on an airplane. Before they reach the other side of the... Uh, I haven't watched every single episode. Okay, that's an episode. But, yeah. Um, but that's a real thing that happened. That's the myth. Okay. Wade Boggs drank 68 beers on an airplane he from Boston died. to Los Angeles. That's part of the joke. Part of the myth. Wade Boggs actually died on the trip to Los Angeles because he drank so many beers. That's part of the joke that they do in, in It's Always Sunny. Uh-huh. They're like, there's no way he could have done this. Yeah. He would have died. And then they're like... Wait, he Wade did Boggs die. died. Yeah, on that flight, but he didn't actually. Oh, no. that was that's just a, the joke that they make. It's all and it's always sunny. But the myth is he drank like sixty nine beers. Yeah, on from Boston to Los Angeles, and then still played a game afterwards. False, probably, but still cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, legend. Oh Lord, sixty nine beers. Nice, right? Four bagels. <laughs> Not really the same thing. Okay. But that's it. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, it was fun. Did you like the Cal Ripken story? Yes. Good. That's Good the time. best one. Good time. We got to get Kevin Costner on the pod. Kevin, if you're listening, please come on the pod. <laughs> please reach out to please us. Please reach out to us. I want to know if this is true or not. If it's true, this would be the biggest scoop of a lifetime. Uh, you could have us sign an NDA. We just want to know the truth. I mean, it, we no, we you won't. can't sign an NDA. Yeah, well, because no, we want it on the podcast. I just want to know. I don't care if our listeners know or not. Well, I want my listeners to know if it's true or not. That's one of the I greatest mean, myths of I all time. I want you guys to know, too. But you can sign an NDA. I won't. I'll, yeah. 
Kevin Come Costner. and get me, Kevin. Now I'm just <laughs> Give me a call. All right. <laughs> I'll sign an NDA. I want to just know. I just that like would hot. actually be if he told I you. I like hot all tea. True. What if he's just, he's just going? He's like all yep, true. That's true. All of it true. <laughs> Cal Ripken beat the hell out of me. No. <laughs> okay, that's gonna wrap up the show. Mallory, thank you very much for joining. No problem. I have fun with you every week. Aww. This is the second week. You that makes one of us. Third week's gonna be the best. All right. <laughs> You've really been sitting in the right hooks. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for tuning into the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast. Make sure you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Apple Podcasts, excuse me. Stitcher. Stitcher. Podcastwyoming.com. And sharedinmedia.com. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts. So make sure you tune in next week. Thank you very much for tuning in. For Mallory, I'm James Triple You've been listening to the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast. Bye.